Hello. Welcome to the Daily Chron for Monday, July 15th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. And no, I haven't disappeared or anything. Uh, last few weeks, I haven't really published many of these. I think only two or three. But kind of, yeah, I, was, I was kind of busy. It was a holiday. Also, I was in Fuel for a while there. And it was a little bit of an experiment to see if I would still get listens if I wasn't publishing every day. Turns out, yes, I will. Uh, I don't know what exactly we were listening to. I have this big DAC catalog, and the the metrics I have aren't easy to parse in the current interface I have, so i got to work on that. But anyway, I don't know how often I'm going to be doing this uh, going forward. I don't know if I, I can keep up with a daily thing. I mean, I never said it was always going to be daily. I always had it in air quotes. But now I'm thinking of retooling this podcast, maybe changing its name to something else. Um, I don't know. I would love to know what you think, the 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 brave souls who actually listen to this. I mean, what do you think about a name change or format change or something? Should I focus on the things that actually get listens, or should I just keep doing this as like a daily blog-type podcast thing? There, there needs to be a word for that. We have blogs, we have vlogs. What is the difference... What is the equivalent of a of a blog for audio? A log? No, that doesn't work. I don't know. Maybe we can coin something together. But <clears throat> I don't know. Give any any thoughts about the format for the show, what I should focus on, how often I should do it, and whether you have a good idea for a new name. Because I don't know. I'm kind of anal, and I'm not sure I want to keep it called the Daily Cron if I'm not actually doing it daily. I'm sure it really doesn't matter. But that's my programmer brain. It's weird. Anyway, any thoughts about it? You know how to contact me on the Twitterverse and the the Facebooks and the uh, oh, the webs and in person, the web zones, as well as in person. But uh, I think that's enough housekeeping. Let's get to the meat of this actual episode. So over the weekend, Saturday, was Goblet Stock 5, also the grand opening of the new Broken Goblet. Now I've I've talked about Broken Goblet before and how much I love their beer, how much I love their their support of local music community, and how much I was looking forward to this uh new location. So I went to one of their soft launches a while back, had a really good time, was extremely impressed by the new facility, and so I was pumped for this. I have had this on my calendar for months. I had like one experience that I wanted to get out of going to Gobblestock 5 this year. That experience was to drink a Bubba's tea bag, which is my f- very favorite beer from them. And there's a bunch of them, so a bunch of varieties. But there's always at least one of them that I really, really like. I wanted to drink a Bubba's tea bag, and I wanted to listen to Calibre and the Attitude. And I, I got to do that. And not only that, but it was kind of extra special because this facility is it's huge, and it's not... 100% finished, like the outside, like there's this patio area that looks like it's still being um, constructed, and I think the rains we had recently, something delayed it. So because the patio, I believe, wasn't 100% ready, I think they were supposed to have a bigger stage, and instead they had to go with a smaller stage, which meant the outside acts, which included Calibre and the Attitude, because there was a bunch of bands playing at this party. Um, Calibre and the Attitude could only be a duo, acoustic duo. Now, that's that's extra special for me because my very first experience with Broken Goblet and with Caliban the Attitude was when I went to see them at the old Broken Goblet location, and they were performing one of their first shows as an acoustic duo. So I thought the the uh, coincidence was actually 
uh, quite cool, and, and I liked it. So I had my I had my beer, I had my Calibre and the Attitude experience, uh, and I was very happy. I had a perfect Saturday at the new Broken Goblet. Uh, so the new location is in Ben Salem on State Road. It's easy to get to. It's like 30 minutes from Jengatown. And it's huge, and they usually they have tons of parking. Now, the party was so big, though, like, I got there at mm, a little before one thirty, And the, it opened to the public at, like, 1. And then, like, 12, I think, for other people. And I felt like they were still running out of parking when I got there. But they eventually did run out of parking during the day. I saw a Facebook post about it. But uh, I don't know how. They had, like, overflow parking and stuff. They had so much parking. But anyway... You know, uh, I think normally it'll be fine. There's plenty of parking normally. But th- this was just so much pent-up demand for this place. I was actually a little bit concerned they weren't going to be able to handle the flow of people, but they did. They, I, I, it went very smoothly for the whole day, at least from my perspective. But anyway, I got there a little before one thirty. but it was cool that the local fire department had their fire trucks there. And they had ladder trucks set up with the ladders forming an arch over the driveway. You enter into the facility. <laughs> So it was a very cool, welcoming sight. Uh, there's a photo of it on the uh, Facebook page for Broken Goblet, which I'll link to in the show notes, uh, at least to the Facebook page, so you can find it. And it, it was really cool. It was very cool. I didn't get to take a picture of it myself because I had to, like, you know, get my car parked so I could get some beer. So uh, I got there, and they had a bunch of food trucks this year, which I didn't get to eat anything of. <laughs> Because they're generally not not a lot of veggie options. They have a few, but uh, I didn't get any food trucks. They had a water like a water slide thing there for the kids. They had some lawn games out in the parking lot in the front. It was very funny, you know, like different like uh like, you know beanbag type games out there, and like 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 it looked like a giant Jenga game or something. So there were games you could play. They had, then they had this big patio section in front of their facility here. So Brown Gobble, the new one. Uh, there's they take up a big chunk of this this building complex and then there's also next to them a pizza place which is is not open yet and then a distillery which is not open yet and then i think a few other businesses there so it's uh it's kind of like one of those places and the only thing open now is broken goblet uh that i can tell anyway so and then the patio area is a little bit unfinished uh, i think there's an area directly in front of broken goblet that uh, what is supposed to be a big open patio area that i think they were going to use for the outdoor stage for music, but because it wasn't finished, I think due to the probably the humongous amount of rain they got recently or something, that they ended up having a smaller stage instead right in front of the door, which worked out uh, fine. So they had a big patio area. They had tables set up in this area with like tented tables so you can eat and sit there. I myself brought some PB&J with me, so I had something to eat. I remember from last year when I went to Goblet Stock, and I was starving <laughs> because I didn't have any food. Uh, this time I came prepared. Uh, so I got there. It wasn't real crowded yet, but there were still all the irregulars were there. And then people got there before me. I mean, there was like a line of people. When I got there, there were cars just like regularly going to the lot in front of me and behind me from both directions. So, yeah, that place was steadily filling with people. Uh, it was very popular. Uh, so I got there and there's a, they had a little outdoor stage for like two people could fit on one or two people and then inside their giant main stage which i've talked about before and their main bars and like all their bars are open and then they had some some uh portable like tents out front at different beers it had, like something like 50 beers throughout the whole day getting tapped at different times some of them were available all day some weren't some, and then they would like tap out sometimes and 
so I got to try a variety of the Bubba's tea bags, which is the re- thing I was focusing on. Not all of them. I missed one of them because they got like tapped, and then I missed the window. Uh, I should have planned better. <laughs> but I still had like way more beer than I normally have in a day, so I I had enough. But the the actual event was really really fun. So I ran into some people I knew there, uh, which was cool. Uh, I ran in and I ran into a bunch of new people I've never met before uh, because Broken Goblet uh, just always seems to have the friendliest people there. I mean, honestly, it's it's uh, it's just kind of a thing I've noticed from being at the old location so many times and and the, considering how many hundreds of people showed up for this, it was very chill, very calm. I mean, like hundreds of people drinking pretty strong beer for like a five hour period and. Yeah, I didn't see any kind of commotion or trouble. Uh so I don't know. <laughs> I'm amazed. Uh so that that was really cool. There was a bunch there were several bands playing and I got there and inside on the main stage X Presidents was performing. So I saw like the second half of their act. I've seen X Presidents before like with a big X is there like literally X letter X Presidents. Um they're awesome, and I haven't seen them since I think I think I saw them at a Milk Boy show like a year or more ago. It was a while ago, but so much fun. Uh, I didn't really get photos of them though. I didn't have a lot of time. I did bring a camera with me. I brought my EM10 and a couple lenses. Not the best setup for indoor live music, but I wanted to test it out and I wanted something lightweight. And I figured I was mainly going to just take a couple shots of Caliber and the Attitude when they're performing later. And it works fine for that. So that's why I brought it. Ended up being good. I got a... My favorite photo was from later, a band called Memphis Crawl, who was just phenomenal. Like, not only was the music amazing, but the stage performance was fantastic. And I have a a photo of the lead, the lead singer for Memphis Crawl. uh, And I think it's a pretty cool photo. It's black and white because the light uh, was, like, red at the time I took the photo. And just didn't look right when it was uh in color but uh, it was very cool i think it's a cool photo it's the cover photo for this particular episode so you can see that on the website or in your podcast player uh so i took a few photos while i was there but mostly i was just there enjoying myself and have a beer and, and listen to the music and have a good time and i really did i had a fantastic time uh all the beer was delicious and the all the the staff were great they were highly efficient like i think they have this new the the place is just just very very well thought out so they have i think a central area where they can put the kegs now and they have like this tubes that go around the whole place to the bars to all the taps so for instance later in the day when uh, i was getting one of my last beers and they tapped out and they had to switch it in the back or in this other area so i had to wait for them to do that but previously they would have to like drag a keg i think like through the crowd or something to do it. Yeah, now let's do it in the back room, wherever that is. So it was very smooth, and I only had to wait a few minutes, and I got I got my beer. Everyone was friendly. Everyone was nice. It was efficient. I, even though it was it was the most crowded I've ever seen one of these events. Uh, I barely had to wait more than a few minutes to get a beer. They had so many bars going. Uh, shout out to Reese, the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> whom uh I made sure to go over he's always at the apparently at the bar in the like brewery area section not the where the stage is but there's like this other section next door 
where they actually have like you can see the some of the brewing equipment and they have like a couch and stuff and they have another little bar there but i've always seen them there uh, i saw them there when the last time i was at uh broken goblet for the soft launch uh and it's pretty funny because <laughs> reese and i recognize each other every time we run into them run into each other we can't remember each other's names i mean obviously i have tonight so maybe i will finally remember his name next time but it's pretty funny so i go up to him like ah, i can't remember your name he's like he's like i can't remember your name either but yeah i know you <laughs> he's a really sweet uh sweet dude he's really nice and he knows his freaking beer man i just like uh, if you have a question about a, about a beer actually probably any of the bartenders but like reese is the man that i go to if i like want a suggestion for one of their beers they had like 50 beers or something on tap like it was incredible you couldn't taste them all my goal is just to try most of the bubba's tea bags which i did i managed to take to, to try most of them i really liked them uh, it was like one of them was called like bohemian uh like tea bag or something that was that was really good that might have been my favorite there was that one and there was one of the ones at the main bar that i liked the best they're all very different so but i really like them and i don't think they distribute beer at least not very much so i've never seen it in stores i've never even seen it at a bar although they might do some distribution of bars that i, I don't know not ones i've been to so i've never seen their beer anywhere except at the brewery so i, I tend to like crave the broken goblet beer <laughs> after a while and especially the boba's tea bag i'm like yeah i want some boba's tea bag uh i don't know why i like that beer so much but you know everybody has their own tastes and i just really like their beer uh that that particular one especially uh and so i would go i'm glad i got to go and just drink my fill probably a little too much for for one day but uh, it was okay it was fun so i i got to see some cool bands i said memphis crawl was great x presence was good uh, it was really good. I don't remember. I missed one of them. There was an acoustic act outside because I was pulled aside talking to uh, to a, uh, an acquaintance that was um, that I had met at Brown Gobble before. He was a musician. He was a really cool guy. Um, so I didn't get to see them. And then Calibre and the Attitude were up at four. And then their final band, uh, whose name is escaping me, something brothers. They were cool, and I took some photos of them. Uh, as well, they were fun. There was like mostly covers at the end. It seemed like, uh, and that was like near the end of the day and end of the night. And I got to see most of their set, and that was actually a lot of fun. People were dancing. Like at, by the end of the day, I mean the the inside brewery was packed for the last act, and people were literally dancing. I I, get, I did manage to get one shot. It was pretty decent, almost <laughs> pretty in focus anyway. Uh, that I, that I I I'll put in the show notes here of um some people who were dancing in front of the stage during the last performance uh it was just such a fun time it really was a party but it was like a weird chill party <laughs> you know like where everybody was just having a good time there was kids there there were adults there all ages uh everybody was just drinking beer playing like lawn games outside like giant jenga and like uh sandbag games and there was a water slide and uh, it was fantastic. I mean, heck, even even the bathroom lines were short. I don't even know how that happened. I mean, I guess they just had enough facilities, but like, I, I don't know. Like, everybody was nice. Normally, you go to one of these things, and the bathroom is disgusting by the by the time the end of the day. And like, I didn't use the bathroom until the end of the day. Uh, okay, and when I, fi- I finally went in there, it was fine. It was clean. It was nice. Uh, it was stocked. Uh, yeah. I don't I was I was kind of flabbergasted a little bit because I'm like normally I go to any kind of event at a place that serves alcohol and the bathroom's disgusting long before the end of a five hour party. 
but it was fine. So I don't know what it is <laughs> about Burn Goblet, but it always seems to have attracts like very polite people. Uh, there, uh, you know, during the day when I sat down to eat like one of my PB and J sandwiches that I brought with me, I'm sitting there and people are eating from the food trucks and they're so polite. I'm sitting at a giant public table, it's a public plastic table in a tent. You know, you don't need to ask permission to sit down there. But they would always come up and be like four empty seats in front of me. Like, oh, can we sit here? Is anyone are these seats taken? And it's like, no, sure, go ahead. Happened like three times. People just like rotate through, and they're always so everybody was so polite. Uh, I mean that not, that's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's not my experience all the time. Like, uh, you know, not that people are rude or something, but uh, you know, all the time elsewhere. But it was just it was just so uh, it was just such a nice time. It was just such a nice time. Everybody was chill. Had a good time. Got to hear Kala and Kevin perform. Got to see uh, Memphis Crawl and ex-presidents and everybody. And it was it was such a good time. I I can't wait to go back there with my regular camera rig, my re- regular like Nikon rig, which is like a lot better suited for um, you know concert photography. Uh, and I can't wait to see Caliber and the Attitude full band on the indoor stage. Uh, somebody make that happen. Uh, I'm sure that it will happen someday, and and I will be there, and it'll be awesome. Uh, also, if, if anybody from Broken Goblin is listening, uh, can you also please, uh, please book E. Joseph and the Sparrows? <laughs> they're also a favorite band of mine, and they're awesome. I think you'll like them. Uh, yeah. Oh, and Thrill Chaser. Thrill Chaser would be awesome. So just, just book all the bands that I like. <laughs> just do me a favor. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was a... It was a fun time over the weekend, and I can't recommend them enough. The new location is phenomenal. It's huge. Uh, I think even though they did technically run out of parking on this special event at one point, according to the Facebook post they, they did, uh, it is. it does seem to have plenty of parking. Um, it's easy to get to. They have a variety of events going on. They're not playing music every single night, but I think on Fridays and Saturdays they generally are. And they have, they're open for parties and, you know... Um, I think Liberty Fest this year is going to be there, and that's like 80 bands or something, and they're all going to be there. So that's going to be another one of those big parties. I think that's in September. So I'm going to uh, be there for that. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's a it's cool. It's one of my favorite places to go to. It's probably, in my opinion, the best music venue in the Philly area that I've been to, just because of the combination of an excellent stage lighting sound and um you know beer drink options and just size so it's comfortable even when there's a lot of people there and then once the their neighbor the neighbor businesses open up like the pizza place opens up and the distillery opens up i mean geez it's gonna be even more of a hot spot i think and by the way uh as far as you understand it is like be bring your own food uh, and they will eventually have some kind of light food options available but even after that point, uh, if I remember one of these videos I posted recently, that they're cool with you bringing your own food. They were at the old place, too. Like people would order pizzas when I was there uh, at night. So feel free to bring your own food into uh, Brown Goblet and uh, enjoy their beers. Uh, with Because I'm sure you can find something like 50 beers or something. <laughs> I'm sure you can find something that pairs well with whatever uh, you know delicacy you want to bring in to enjoy during your show because i really like their their approach because they don't really seem to distribute their their whole focus is on an experience so you go to brown goblin you can experience their really interesting beers in a a super well thought out music venue 
that has a lot of options. You, you, there's there's places outside on the patio they can do stuff with. There's like this little side room, you know, with another smaller bar that's a little quieter outside where the you know from the stage. You can do private events there. You can do public events there. You can do ticketed events there, or you know, cover free events. You can do big parties like this. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to see what they do, and I, I hope they are a smashing success because they are doing the kinds of stuff that um, a lot of us who who really love like local music and uh, you know like these these community you know building type of events like this is what we want people to do. We want businesses to invest like this. Like, aren't we all you know this this is amazing that's that some people decided to do this you know uh to create a a, a place where you can find all of these great things in one location like that and uh i think it's going to be great for uh ben salem i think it's gonna be great for the whole philly music scene actually you know because i think they're gonna have uh, capacity to bring in a lot of bands. I, I have no idea how they choose bands that go up there, but I hope that they do a variety of of of, of people from from outside and from local, so you get like a mix, you know? Because that's what I like. I like the mix. I like to have some local people, and then you get like the bigger acts coming through, and then maybe sometimes pair them up in interesting ways. I don't know. They have freedom to do anything here, and and I'm just gonna be watching them closely i'm going to be hanging out there a lot so uh they now have regular hours so yeah they have different kinds of events going on i'll link to their website what i say i'm going to put a link to the website in the show notes i'm going to put uh, a photo up there as well of uh of kevin from uh when he was performing with caliban attitude because they had some awesome uh swag they're their designs for their beers and their logos for events and things are really fun. And I actually couldn't find anyone. I couldn't find where I could buy one of those shirts if they were even selling them. Cause I kind of want one of those Godless stock five shirts or like a hat or something. Cause this shirt was awesome. It's like this big purple or like no pink, like tentacled monster thing. I don't, I have no idea the, the, the mind that these um, images come out of, but the, the, whoever makes their artwork is uh, really very talented and imaginative, and I uh, I love their designs a lot. Uh, so, yeah. So that's going to be it. Check out the new Broken Goblet. Link in the show notes. Maybe I'll see you there. That's going to be it for this Daily Cron. I don't know when the next one's going to be. Tomorrow is the Summer Music Series. Uh, I'll be very busy setting up and breaking down for that. So I don't know if I will have the time to do another one of these, but... Uh, as I said earlier, let me know your thoughts about uh, what you think the direction of this podcast should go. You know? Uh, and uh, in the meantime, I don't know. Enjoy a beer. Enjoy some good music. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Later. <laughs>